Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday of the third week of Advent, December the 13th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 21, verses 28 through 32. Matthew 21, verses 28 through 32. I suppose at some point in our life, uh, we have encountered uh, these kinds of people. Uh, They can be quite uh, frustrating and annoying, frankly. It's the kind of person who says yes to everything and does about 1% of actually what they say yes to. Uh, I'm from Louisiana, but in Texas they talk about all hat, meaning that uh, they have nice, big, tall Stetson hats, uh, but there's nothing underneath it. Uh, It's empty. It's all talk and no action. And those people can be quite frustrating. Uh, We find that in children a great deal. A child may say, yes, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I won't do that. Yes, yes, yes. And in the process, the parent or the teacher uh, finds that uh, very little was actually done. And they may say, well, I I meant to do it, as if somehow meaning to do it is actually doing it. And adults around us do the very same thing. Someone says that they will perform a particular task or favor, or there's some particular work to be done, takes place in offices and in various other settings in which people are quick to say yes, but very slow, if at all, to follow through. Jesus uh, has a case uh, he presents to the chief priest and elders of the people. He says, what do you think of this case? He says, there was a man who had two sons. He approached the elder son, and he said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The elder son said, I'm on my way, sir. But he never went. Then the man said to the second son the same thing. And the son said, No, I will not. But afterwards he regretted it, and he went and did as the father had uh, told him. Jesus says, which of the two sons did what the father wanted? They said, the second. And Jesus said, let me make it clear. The tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. Now imagine that. Jesus tells the chief priest and the elders that the prostitutes, the sinners, the tax collectors, all of those, you know, unclean, undesirable, uh, the uh, untouchables, those are the ones who are entering the kingdom of God before you. Now, that's got to be quite shocking. 
and I'm sure to them quite insulting and impudent that this Jesus would say something to them. After all, if there's anyone we would expect to not only preach and teach, but also to do the very word of God, the will of God, it would be them. It's a good lesson for us who climb into pulpits, isn't it? We preach maybe day after day, Sunday after Sunday. But how far are we from the words? As Jesus will say, the words are bold, the deeds are few. Blessed are they who do the word of my heavenly Father. And not just on their lips and in their mind, but in their hearts and in their actions. That's, that's the test. The test is in the action. The action doesn't have to be perfect, doesn't have to be totally and completely flawless. We all make mistakes. We're all imperfect. But it is in the will. It's not in the intellect. Yes, I'll do it. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, I'm going to do it right now, you know, with great enthusiasm. And nothing is accomplished. And maybe the person who is struggling, person who is kind of uh, working their way through it slowly, but they're working. Those are the ones who are trying. They're making the effort. And Jesus says it is the elder son, the elder son, who says, oh, yes, I'll go. Yes, sir. And, of course, he's talking about the Israelites. These are the people of the promise. They're the, they're the elder sons, daughters. They're the people of the promise, especially these chief priests and elders. They're the ones who should be the first leading the example, not simply with their lips, but with their actions. And the second son, the one who is no doubt looking at the example of the elder, that's the one who went out into the field. These are the Gentiles, the sinners, tax collectors, prostitutes, publicans, all of those who are deplorables, as we learned from one uh, presidential candidate several years ago, all those deplorables. Those are the ones who are actually doing the will of God. And the prostitutes go into heaven before you. And Jesus concludes by saying, when John, John the Baptist, came preaching a way of holiness, you put no faith in him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes did. They believed in him. They repented and reformed. Yet even when you saw that, you did not repent and believe in him. Uh, Jesus is quite direct. It is not the person who talks a good game. As we say today, walk the talk. And we know how disappointing and disillusioning it is when we see politicians, when we see clergy, when we see people in authority saying, 
This is for thee, but not for me. We saw that in recent years, huh? All of our politicians telling us all these things we should do. Lockdowns, quarantines, mask wearing, social distancing, all this kind of stuff. Over and over again preaching. And then we see those instances where they're living, quote unquote, a normal life. They're socializing, they're out, they're not distancing, they don't have masks on. They're not practicing any of the things that they have imposed upon the society. That's infuriating, and it should be, because they should be setting the example. They're not exempt. The requirement is more on them. Why? Again, Jesus, to whom much is given, much is expected. The giving of Almighty God to us is not an exemption. It's not of, well, I'm above these requirements. It's good for these people sitting in the pews. It's good for these people who I talk to or talk at. But not for me. I'm, I'm above all that. I mean, look at my position. Look at all I've received. The reception of something is a responsibility to lead by example. And so... We always have to make sure that when we're telling others to do something, that we ourselves are submitting to the requirements we place on others, the rules and regulations we place on others. Not simply being good at giving others things to do, but to make sure that we lead by example that in our own lives, we ourselves are walking the walk, walking the talk. Jesus didn't say, pick up your cross and follow me. Jesus picked up his cross, which is our cross. He took it all to Calvary for us. God did not just simply say, um, going to send you a Messiah, and I love you. He sent his very son, who we prepare for in a few short days in Bethlehem. God does not simply talk. God acts. And his act is love. For love without action, like faith without works, is dead. It's meaningless. So let us in these closing days of the holy season of Advent, let us check and make sure that we are walking. We are walking the talk. We are living the prayers each day with the Holy Family toward the Holy City so that God who is ever faithful to his promises the Lord Jesus will be born in us on that Christmas night. God bless you.